0: and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast and today the ger week begins we begin a new director spotlight with greta gerwig we're starting with lady bird released december 1st 2017 written and directed by greta gerwig i'm colton robertson and i'm joined by joseph george what's up homie
1: oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here
0: Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you, and I'm so excited to be kicking off the Ger Week with such a good fucking movie, man. Mm. Lady Bird is so fucking good. I uh, I uh adore this one. I do. It was only my second viewing of it, and I remember really, really liking it the first time I watched it. Um, but... I, I had an immediate compulsion to throw this on that favorite movies ever letterbox list once I completed it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for a second time, I'm I'm very happy with where I'm sitting. This was a first viewing for you, am I right?
1: It is, and I I did forget to log it in letterbox. It was. Uh, it's been a, a little break from movies um, for a little bit, and so I I, I got to do that. But no, this was a first watch, and I'm glad. I don't know. I'm glad I got it under under my belt now, and I have finally seen. I don't know. Just not the very first Greta Gerwig movie but first one that she directed on her own then i'm uh yeah. i don't know i i like this just put me right back in high school i remember like i remember all these scenes like that are that are playing and i'm like oh my god like i like it not exactly happening to me like the situations in, in no, and like just, that. but yeah spark sparked some some just memories that were deep down in the in the brain cavern to to come up and and i don't know and then and also just seeing you know the story's very well written and like i don't know I, the ending is interesting i think i cry more like not at the end but just like just throughout kind of like at yeah, random no, skirts, it's like a, the, uh it's yeah. it's
0: not it's not like wes anderson where it's all backloaded mm. the emotional impact like mm-hmm. oh someone says one line and all of a sudden <laughs> i'm a fucking mess no it's uh it's it, pretty much the entire last act you're kind mm. of you're kind of in and out of in and out of tears and there's there's a couple points throughout it you know like uh my favorite scene it's i got to guess about halfway through the movie it's whenever uh Danny uh approaches Lady Bird mm-hmm. and Lady Bird is like uh you know like G- get away you're <laughs> like yeah, don't talk to me man you're gay like i I- I-, yeah. I I thought i loved you and stuff and i thought you loved me but Apparently that was all a lie. And she, and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so ashamed. I don't know what to do. And, and she immediately is like, Oh, this isn't about me, dog. I'm so sorry. Like, uh, and she like hugs him, bro. That part makes me cry. That's about halfway through the movie. Mm -hmm. It's just such a, like that little moment, you know, I, I think that Swarcy Ronan is fucking incredible. You know, we had, we had her once before for the grand Budapest hotel Mm -hmm. episode in Wes Anderson's, uh, Wes Anderson's filmography but to see her leading this one was was oh. such a pleasure and her acting opposite Lucas Hedges as Danny O'Neill there in that scene I fucking loved it yeah. I thought that they did they did that incredibly. scene
1: right there I mean I was on I was on Lady Bird's side I was kind of like yeah dude like get away like come on man you're you're trying to like at first I thought that he was trying to like get back with her and stuff uh, like that and and I was kind of like on her side but then like when he started to explain I was like oh like oh, I like God. it's crazy how many times like um i was in the head of like ladybird and then like some switch would happen i'm mm-hmm. like oh wait that's actually what's going on here because like in that scene I, I was right with her and then i was like oh man now i feel like shit like i'm like oh man and then you know I just started crying and then like in the um well, oh man what was the other one i just had it on my head was it her um, mom and dad oh it, the very the, the very very end um whenever uh was it Yeah. No, at the very end, whenever she is using her real name at the end and then Mm -hmm. um, on the phone, you know, she's like, yeah, I'm using, you know, the the name you gave me and everything like that. And I was, uh, I don't know, I was maybe not in her head and and going through the revelation she did, but I was I was like a little taken back, I guess, by that ending um, there. And I don't know if it was just to to appease her mother and to make her, you know, be like. To listen to her and make her happy, you know she knows that they're however many miles apart, and you know this is just a phone call, and like just to just to make her at ease, or if it's like her really starting this new chapter of her life and and actually accepting her her given name or something, I don't know, because um, I don't, like that's this is it is very different from a West movie that that's for sure. There wasn't like a definite moment of like oh okay now. Something tragic happened, and and now we're gonna see all the ramifications of everything. Um, I feel like there's a couple tragic things happened actually in this mm-hmm. one. It was just kind of like a lot of um, just so many high school memories contained into one movie here. Right. Like, so many firsts that happened. Um, I remember we, we were talking about that a while ago. I don't know what it was it for. Size kingdom. Yeah. yeah yeah just like the the first but then this one just like brought all that like all those memories back up again and uh i don't know this it was it was super fun to watch like fun and then also like has that emotional side like at the same and, uh, time i watched yeah. it
0: i watched it with emily and uh we went upstairs to make uh either lunch or dinner after we watched it or something and uh my mom was standing in the kitchen i was like have you ever seen ladybird and she's like no i've heard a lot about it though and i was like uh you got to watch it. It's so freaking cute. And Emily was like, cute. Like <laughs> she'd been like sobbing, watching Aww, it downstairs. And yeah. I'm like, uh, it, it, is, it ends up cute. You know, it ends up being yeah. exactly how you want it to be. You know, I'm like, it's uh Yeah. And it, it, it is like, interesting thinking about this in the context of like, you know, we are we are we are two dudes. You know, mm-hmm. it, it is. it. There's a level, uh, a certain level of entry with Lady Bird that automatically becomes more relatable. If you are, if you are a woman or woman passing, you know, like that's Mm -hmm. a, uh, there's a certain thing about this movie that like, I feel like they pretty stereotypically and accurately for Greta Gerwig, this is pretty semi autobiographical to Greta Gerwig herself. Uh, she, she Mm kind of, she kind of wrote it about her and her family dynamics to a degree. The way most artists make anything Mm -hmm. like this somewhat about themselves. Um a pretty stereotypical depiction of a mother and daughter relationship. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. uh the the general back and forth they have that is like there's one scene that I feel like captures it so freaking well. It's when they're shopping.
1: In the thrift store. <laughs> yeah. Just, and he, and, and she uh-huh. she's
0: like giving him she's giving her shit and she's like, Mom, why do you always have to fucking do this? What is this? And then she's like, she pulls out a dress and she's like, <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. And everything <laughs> stops for a second. Yeah. You know, like uh That Mm -hmm. was the, that was one of those scenes where I was like, God, they just like kind of perfectly capture the, the stereotype of a, of a mother daughter relationship, I feel like. And, uh, yeah,
1: it's like they're so used to it that they talk like that all the time. Then they're like, all right, next thing, dress so pretty, you know, isn't this one so Mm -hmm. like, it's like, that's just the norm. And they're like, I don't know, it did such a good job of establishing that relationship between them. And like, there was, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I love the dad. You know, like at, le- at least very hard dad, very yeah. hard to
0: not go with yeah. as my favorite character. I love. I,
1: almost, I almost did go with them too. I was like, but then I'm like, nah. That like, come on. I I, can, I like I I can't. He's a solid dude, and like he he comes in clutch a lot. Like that's yeah. for sure. A great um, great dad and a great husband. You know. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I don't even salvaging like the notes out of the trash. Dude, like everything he did. Like that. Like I it, audibly like, went. Yeah.
0: I fucking love you, Larry. (laughs) You're a real one. Whenever he's like on the phone with her at the end, and it's like, don't tell your mom I did that. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, she was afraid that you'd judge her. I was like, I fucking love you, dog.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah, Larry's a fucking real one. Uh, (laughs) Larry, that's his name. Okay. Yeah.
0: No. And it it is interesting to see, you know, the mother figure uh, to Lady Bird. What was her name? Marion. Marion. Yes, Marion. Uh wonderfully performed by the way. Like uh she mm-hmm. got a nomination for best supporting uh best supporting actress at the Oscars, Lori Metcalf and she mm-hmm. absolutely deserved that shit. But to like uh watch her, you know, there's a moment whenever Lady Bird calls her out and is like a Was there ever a point where you you felt like your your mom was being too too critical of you like you can never mm. do anything good like you can never do anything and she just goes my mother was an abusive alcoholic and leaves mm. the room and you're like oh well there you mm-hmm.
1: go yep you. Yep. i guess you're not you know maybe yeah, if not you, if, for her if she mean.
0: does anything yeah. short of being an alcoholic or being abusive she's good you know what i'm saying yeah. uh yeah the bar was
1: set pretty low uh, <laughs> and yes yeah, I don't know, like it's, uh, like in that moment, I'm like, well, you kind of got the abuse part checked, you know, a little bit, you know, you know? not not as as much as uh, an alcoholic mother would, but uh, just verbal abuse here, and just like.
0: <sighs> to a degree, um, a, a, a little bit of an emotional, mm. there's, there's this thing with her, though, that uh, it reminds me of, I mean, so many different. Things we've watched before where a parental figure worries about seeing the aspects of themselves and their children that mm-hmm. they don't like the most, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. the, the defiance that this woman almost certainly displayed in the face of her alcoholic abusive mother probably sees a lot of that coming through in Ladybird and is probably also like, but I'm nothing like my mom. So why are you like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, okay. I, I'm nowhere, I, I didn't have it near as bad. I had it way worse than you do. And you're still mm-hmm. every bit as bad as I was. So what the fuck's going on here? And that's when my line comes in where it kind of applies to everything in some capacity where, uh, Ladybird's talking to, uh, Timothy Chalamet, the little prick, uh, <laughs> um, oh, and he, he... She starts like crying. He's like, this isn't even that big of a deal. <laughs> there are people dying. And she, and he goes, and Ladybird retorts, different things can be sad. It's not all war. You know, uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's my favorite line of the movie. I think it kind of captures like, you know, there's things are going to hit people the way they hit people. You know, mm-hmm. there's no, uh, that's why comparing trauma is not a good idea. That's it's why, you know, uh, w- I went through this, so you should have to go through this, or Mm. I went through this, you don't have it nearly as bad, so why are you acting like this? That doesn't apply, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. If
0: someone's sad about something, they're sad about something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. No, I was, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, man, all right, I don't have kids yet, but I just want to be, like, you know, seeing how cool this dad was at, at points, I'm like, okay, I, like, I'm gonna be cool, right? And, like, I'm not gonna be mean, (laughs) and, like, you know, like, I'm, like, because everyone goes into parenthood probably thinking that way, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna be the cool parent, I'm gonna be really, you know, I don't know, maybe it is different, but, like, it just got me to think that, like, maybe you could think that you're gonna do all these things as parents, and you think you're doing them right, but then it turns out that, like, what you think is right is just, like, I don't know, and I was, it was kind of like a, a coming of age story, but then at the same time, like, uh, here's what not to do whenever you parent your kid, like at the same time, like, I don't know. Yeah, here's what not
0: that. to do or here is yeah. what to do, you know? And I think mm. part of that is that there is no right answer, you know, like you're going to parent kids in in the way that you parent them. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's wrong. Sometimes it's right. It just, you know, it depends on the fucking kid, you yeah. know? And, um, because there's an argument to be had, there's a, there's a resentment, that doesn't really come through a whole lot because how much can you really resent Larry? You know, Larry's a Larry's a really, really good dude. He's a really good husband. He's a really good dad. Uh, but there's a point when Marion's talking to Ladybird and is like, uh, Oh, your dad, he's just, he, he's always the good guy. I have to be the bad guy. You know, like uh,
2: yeah. there, there's a
0: level of resentment that comes with always being the good guy because if you're in a partnership, Where you are raising a kid together, one of you has to be a little bit staunch or you both Mm. like you you gotta can't just give your kid everything you want. And that was another thing, you know, the stereotypical daddy's little girl, uh, Mm. uh, relationship that they had there where he, he treated her uh, perfect as perfect as could be like at all times, which you know, I think is, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, but when it comes to a partnership with between a, between a couple of parents, one of them's gonna be a bad guy if one of them is always the good guy. yeah, You know what I'm saying? And uh so that, it is interesting to see that and to see that that wasn't really explored a whole lot. And it's because he, if that love that he showed was only directed at his daughter, maybe it could have become a problem. But he did a really good job of showing how much he loved his wife too. So it was like, how much can she be like, ah you know you know because there's that moment at the end whenever she drives away and then comes back and he she like runs to him and like hugs him and he's like it's okay it's okay she'll come back she'll come back like oh my god dude i am a blubbering fucking mess come that moment it is so damn good
1: i really thought in that moment i'm like okay she hasn't got on the plane yet. She hasn't gone through yet. She'll be there like they'll see each other. Like she's going to get actually a goodbye there and like run in, catch her before she's through security and then like that. I was like, "No." I was like, "No, no." Uh-huh. Like like the the turnaround like, you know, whenever she's driving away, it's just silent, like just silent. Just that shot just focusing on her face like I don't know, the whole time, and you just see her, like, slowly start to break down and be like, no, like, no, 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 I can't, mm. I can't leave it like that, and I'm like, okay, good, good, you yeah. know, the good, no, yeah, you better get back there, you better say goodbye, and then, like, no, so I, I was, I was a mess for that, and then also just, you know, how comforting the dad ah, is dude, there. and, yeah, the, the, the call she
0: gives, she gives her, Lady Bird, when she's mm. like, uh, did you get emotional the first time you drove through Sacramento, you know, like, yeah. uh, uh, and then you see like these, these perfectly cut mirroring shots between her and her mother where they both end up having this sort of revelation that the key to their relationship was compromise. You know, they were both so staunchly, it is my way, not your way. It is not your way. It is my way. Mm. You know, uh, like that is, that is how it works. But whenever she is driving away at the end, she realizes that her love for her daughter should be unconditional. And her moving away is what she wants. It's what's best for her. They managed to afford it. Every reason that was laid before her that mm. was like, this is why we shouldn't do it, has been negated. You know, she is leaving, and there's nothing you can do about it. So yeah. why are you holding it against her at this point? So she realizes that too late. And then, you know, whenever Lady Bird calls her, she doesn't get an answer. And she she wishes she could have apologized to her earlier and kind of gone, you know what, I do recognize how much good you wanted for me, Mm -hmm. but I just couldn't see it. You know, like that's, they both kind of have this revelation where it's like, God, I should have been, I should have been more amenable to what you were trying to do. Mm. Um, They could both still feel like they were right, but they, they could just be like, I could, I could have given you a little bit more leeway on Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. You know?
1: And like, how she was kind of given the silent treatment after finding out about the wait list and then Dude. And getting in and everything. And like, you know, that's and the dad being like, you know, she'll eventually talk to you. Like eventually you know, yeah. she will. eventually. You guys just in, both like, have
0: really big personalities. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: don't know if you've ever gotten a silent treatment from one of your parents before, but whole, oh, that's yeah. like, no, that, that shit hurts. That, that, shit's, that
0: shit's not, shit's it gets not you fun. to be
1: like, okay, what like did I do the right thing? I'm like okay, I, like I've I've had it one time, and oh, I'm like, yeah. oh man, I, I don't it's...
0: think I've ever gotten the silent treatment, but I've gotten extremely, like extremely clipped. Mm. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. I I come home, and I'm like, hey, how was your day? Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, you know, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like. Uh, d- uh, and I've experienced that I've experienced this a little bit more with, uh, with uh, Emily than I have my parents. But, uh, mm-hmm. the, no matter what, it kind of feels the same where it's kind of like, ah, oh, man, well, let's, let's parse through the last 24 hours. Let's uh-huh. see what
1: might have happened here. Man. Uh, but yeah, that, like, I remember, like it was, weren't they at dinner or something? Oh yeah, yeah. It was Danny. Danny, yeah, was Danny born, comes like, over. Like, did so you hear about
0: good. the waitlist? And oh, Larry goes, Larry goes, oh,
1: like, fuck, yeah, he's like fuck, he's like, ah, oh, <laughs> shit, that's this is not gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, he knew right away. That was outstanding. But man, so, I mean, so many like, it was. It's crazy how how much was packed in here. Like it's hour thirty minute. Like right, like. Kind yeah, of like well, and yeah. that was,
0: there was an editing choice that they use in this movie repeatedly that I fucking adore. And, mm. uh, the best example of it, I think, is when she's at college at the end. And it's just the most prevalent example on my mind, but they do this in multiple times throughout the movie where she's at the party and then montage. She drinks too much. Mm. She goes to the hospital. She gets let out of the hospital. She makes a call. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, they do that, I think four or five times throughout the movie and very succinctly depict what happened. They just don't spend any time on it. And it's one of those times where it works to perfection for this movie. Yeah. Like Uh, you don't
1: need like all those details don't really matter. Like you, you can like, I think one is that I'm remembering like a very, just kind of jumping around, going everywhere uh, might be my favorite scene. I'm still kind of debating on it, but I really loved, like, I don't know if it was after prom or after a dance or something. It might have just been a random night, but it was whenever, um, it was with the theater friends, um, whenever they were all just getting high for the first time. Uh, um, yeah. or like maybe, I, I guess maybe Danny has smoked before. I, one of them has smoked before in there, I guess. But they're yeah. like, you know, it was, um... I don't think it's working on me. It's like, Oh no, you're working or whatever, you know, like that. And then like, it comes
0: back to the house and microwave and
1: everything and stuff. Yeah. Like five, five meals at once in the microwave. Like they're all ready to eat, you know, just looking at it. Mom walks in the bathroom. Like, um, was it after a dance or was that just a random night that they had? I
0: think that might've just been a random night. I think it was after their theater production. I think it was after they put on their performance.
1: Okay. I think Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but then my favorite, my favorite kind of part of it is like, she's kind of blasted, you know, everyone's kind of gone home. Um, but then she's outside with, uh, her brother's girlfriend. That's what was her name? Uh, Shelly, maybe?
0: Yes. Um,
1: outside with Shelly and Shelly's just, you know, smoking herself and he's like, you know, why smoke like a cigarette, but not a cigarette or whatever, you know, but then they have that conversation of like, you know, your mom was really sad that you weren't at Thanksgiving, you know, like in Mm -hmm. just... The conversation they had there, if just the mom in Lady Bird could have had that conversation, you know, or, like, they could, like, the the mom, I feel like, um, like, the dad, he doesn't ever say anything straight to Lady Bird. It's always, like, through the mother that his stuff gets relayed to Lady Bird, if he yeah. ever has a problem. Or, like, if, and now the mother has a problem with Lady Bird, it gets, ref- it gets you know to Lady Bird, either through the dad or through Shelly or through... Or she someone. lets it build
0: up and then explodes and then explode. on Lady yeah. Bird
1: herself. So something. it's it's never good, you know, it's never, like, what you want, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, I just, like, it's just this, a lot of montage stuff that happens and then, like, it, it anchors it with, like, a, what, like, I don't know, just what it's all for, kind of, like, I just, I really like just the, not the movie wasn't super jumpy. Like it was very easy to follow. Like it's no, not like yeah, one hundred percent. But like I just liked how it how like the details that didn't really matter. It just kind of sped through them. Like no, one hundred percent. And there's I it. think
0: there's something to it where it's like, it, for example, that night where she gets high with her friends. It's kind of that example of like just. The way nights like that can melt away, you know, it's like you, you had a great time and it's just, it, it's just gone the way at the end, nights like that melt away where it's like, Oh my God, did that even really fucking happen? Sort mm-hmm. of shit. You know, I woke up in a hospital bed and all I remember are flashes. Uh, you know, sort of shit. Like, uh, that's, but the one that I really, really enjoy also was, uh, her getting waitlisted. Mm. And the montage of her graduation and her going to the bank with her dad and uh, him being like, okay, so if we take the scholarships and we refinance the house, Mm -hmm. can we make this happen? You know, and uh, like that, that whole thing, like I think again, you kind of get into this point where I don't, you probably remember it pretty well. Five years ago, whenever we were graduating high school Mm -hmm. and about to head off to college, how everything was just kind of like, Bang, 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 bang. Everything just kept happening and that summer kind of melts away and then you're heading yeah. off to college. You know, like that's, uh, I, I thought they did a really good job. Greta Gerwig, uh, did a really good job at composing those scenes to be like, not just like these details don't matter, but like the reason that this melts away has its basis mm. in like reality. It's like, this yeah, This is something okay. that feels like it melts away. So we might as well just breeze right that's, through it.
1: That's true. That was one quick summer. I mean, not yeah. like usually you get a vacation, a nice relaxing summer, but that was like, Nope. You got it. Oh, my life's
0: about to change forever.
1: I don't know how to really live it all yet. I'll try it out. I don't know. We'll see how it works. Oh, you got to okay, buy that everything goes. that you need to live. Know yeah. what I need to live. You know, you go to Walmart, you think you have everything done, and you're like, no, no, not really. We could probably get, you know, it's just you're trying to prep for everything, every possibility. Um, but no, I, I, I like that. I, it, instead of just like brushing through it as like it's just small details, it's actually like these details are just kind of, even when you look back at them, it's like you remember these highlight moments of like the night, but you don't remember all those little in between kind of things that they did rush by. Um, But yeah, man, I I don't know, I was really, like, I guess, like, whenever she started to be fake with, uh, what's her name, uh, is it Julie? Yeah, Julie. Um, whenever she started to hang out with the other, like, the kind of popular girl, or whatever, and then, like, she started to be, you know, like, um, I'll help you prank um, sister, whoever, uh, meet me in the parking lot in the afternoon. I'll, I'll have the materials, whatever. And she's like, "Well, we have auditions in the after. What are you doing?" And it's like, you know, she's completely going against everything that she's like, kind of about, and just to to fit in and everything like that. And I'm like, "Oh man, we're going down this road now." You know, like, um, of her just trying to hang in with the popular crowd, not really doing things that that she likes, but just to 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 grow her name and everything like that, and like. She realizes that like hanging out with the popular crowd, like just isn't quite it. Like, uh, like mm. the, the deuce or whatever it was called, you know, like, um, it was just a parking yeah. lot. I love, you know, it was just like they hang out at a park. We left park.
0: one parking lot and went to yeah. another parking lot.
1: Yeah, she's very real. I love, I love how she talks. Like, she's just very super genuine and just very, very real in moments. And man, like, at, at first. I was uh I was kind of fucking with Tim- Timothy Chalamet's <laughs> character yeah Kyle and then like he turned yeah a man like just turned into a real dick at the real end there cool. like I was I, was, I like, don't know uh maybe 6 you don't
0: even know if it's
1: six. Why don't yeah.
0: you, you don't keep a, I, I don't keep a list or anything. Why wouldn't you? We're in high school, you know, like that, that sort
1: of thing. That yeah. was
0: very, very fucking funny. Yeah.
1: Man. Up, like no, I was on top. Who's on top for their first time. They were like, <laughs> whatever, like streaming Like, cause it wasn't even his for, it wasn't even his first time at all. Like, and I, I mean, yeah. we're, he like, I don't know what he was saying. Like whenever they were, they were all like running up into that bedroom, and they were like, I have sex time me. She's like, yeah, I mean, like, he's like me neither. Like, Such, like
0: he was, uh, yeah yeah me either, neither,
1: like, like he's like me either, and it's like I don't know what else you get from that, no know, yeah but,
0: he's 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 lying, yeah, he's just he's yeah. just lying to make it's her like, i think to make her feel more amenable to the moment, uh but she she does not every,
1: does, every nice moment she had was like instantly ruined by something. Yeah. that like that moment was ruined right then and there by that person, but then like um I'm trying to think of another moment where like she Maybe it was that. And Then she came home. Well, no, because she didn't. No, it was the first kiss. I think. Yeah, her first kiss with Danny. I think like out in the stars. Um, they were like in and they, they kissed. Um, was that their first kiss? Maybe that. I think so. But then she's coming home like all happy and all like giddy. And then her mom, I forgot what she says, but you know something small that doesn't matter. It's like, do you really have to do this? But what, like whatever. And like just root. Like just like. Really? Like today? Like I just really I think that's whenever she mentioned like uh her when she drops the like uh my mother was an an abusive alcoholic. I think mm-hmm. it was like I think it, that's what led or that's oh, what gotcha. it, right after it, I think. Um because I think that's why she was like you know, can you just be nice like for one night? Like I had a really good night and then now of course I come home and it's like now this is I, I can, you know, I can't just sit in this happiness for a little bit. Um But no, I, I love like Um, even though, you know, Danny probably just doing it to cover up, you know, for his parents and, and everything like that. Um, but they're like, the start of the relationship was actually really cute, you know, whether it was, you know, fully actually love or whatever. Like it was, um, like, I love the, like, love at first sight, you know, like whenever she sees him up there, like, performing, she's just like, oh my God, kind of like that, uh, how, what was it? I don't know, not like Grand Budapest fully, you know, like where the no, lights right. start rotating, it's all yeah. beautiful behind, but like, but just, it, it was kind of, it kind of felt like that a little bit of just kind of right. like... The
0: slow motion push yeah. in on his face uh-huh. and stuff. Well, and there's this moment in that movie where you're trying to, you're trying to figure out how things won't work out with Danny so that she can
1: get with Kyle,
0: mm. you know? Um,
1: yeah, because she, they're, he, they're together, like uh, Lady Bird and Danny are together, but then she... She kind of eyes uh Kyle she at sees the Kyle,
0: and she's like, okay, cool, not gonna do anything about it, you know. But like that that kid's cute. Yeah. Uh, but then she catches Danny kissing a dude in the bathroom stall, and she goes, uh she Im- immediately approaches Kyle after that. Like she she pretty pretty quickly is like, uh, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. At first, I was I thought that she was like gonna cheat on him at first, you know, because like kind of play like. She was looking at him and I kinda had that right. same moment with him on stage and I'm like, alright, like no, 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 no. And then like, when that happened, I was like, oh, well, I guess that's under wraps now. You know, I guess, I guess that's, you know, not really going anywhere anymore. Uh, so. All good here um because i was still rooting for kyle a little bit there i'm still like yeah no hopefully this guy's really cool you know he's right. put self you know trackers in the cell phone <laughs> there's the line
0: just- read i text you about this last night because i just absolutely fucking love it i don't know why uh but there's a moment when they're walking up to him in the parking lot and uh, i think that it's after they've done the just married thing to the nun's car mm-hmm. uh it's like we just uh we just vandalized your car we put just married jesus on it and uh and he's just sitting on the back of the car and he goes hella tight i uh yeah. i fucking loved it i thought it was hilarious mostly because like or something about timothy chalamet that i i frankly i i love timothy chalamet as an actor um i feel like i shouldn't but i absolutely do um and i don't know why i feel that way but i i I, I absolutely adore him. And it's because this little line read, it, it feels so, uh, it, and this is almost discrediting his acting ability. It, it feels unnatural coming, coming from him,
1: but I you know, it's, him going like, it, it's like so forced. Yeah, It like feels
0: so forced, but that's what's funny so is that he hard. also feels yeah. exactly like that kind of guy that mm-hmm. would be like, hella tight, you know, like he, he, he he looks like he would say that. And then he says it and you're kind of like, well, that doesn't feel right. You know, like yeah, uh, it's
1: he's trying to know. fit that character mm-hmm. so hard and like to just to be that guy like oh, And that's what's
0: to- cool about this movie at large is that every kid it, it, it captures high school really succinctly because everybody's like trying to play a role, you know, like they do a mm-hmm. they do the theater production quite literally, but like. That's why I think whenever Lady Bird is like, I'm Christine at the end, it's it's she's taking on a new character that she's going to become, basically, mm-hmm. whenever she's like, I'm Christine. She's like, it's my opportunity to create a new self to kind of start over and be someone new. So I think that's kind of what she's going with. But there are moments when Kyle, like he's a douche, undoubtedly, mm-hmm. but he's trying to act like he cares about these like deep uh, deep things, he's hashtag deep
1: and you have
0: that personality a bit even yeah. if you are actually like that There's a part of yourself that you have to go. Okay, well, here was my first impulse. Shut that down. I'm gonna go with something else. You know what I'm saying? Like uh,
1: act like everything doesn't affect him, and he's just like, all right, whatever. You know, cool. I'm I'm going with whatever. That's cool. He's always the one at the parties. He's sitting on the other side of the pool alone, just reading his book. You know, and it's just like I look like shots to him. Like, yeah, he's he's playing that character. That's for sure. Like, and I think it's. Partially because of just what's going on at his home, you know, he has a dad yeah. who's looking, not looking too hot, and yeah. not doing too good, and and I think it's it's kind of just kind of let's wash everything out, and and I, I don't, nothing really affects me. There's so much worse going on yeah. over everything to not, you know, so I think there's a little bit of that, but no no reason to pass it on to other people you know like
0: no, 100% yeah they like it's it's interesting to watch like cuz this is what high schoolers do they take the things that are affecting them and they channel it in some way to put on a performance almost mm. you know uh the way ladybird wants to rebel against her mother creates ladybird mm-hmm. you know that's why she's yeah. Lady Bird. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why she is the way that she is. And that's that's how she pr- pr- presents herself is like, uh, I do what I want. I say what I want. You know, a uh, wise, wise lady bird in quotes. Is that your given name? It It is my given name. Well, why is it in quotes? I gave it to myself. It was given to me by me. Uh, like, that's that's very, very lady bird. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, and then like with Danny, you know, a, a much more obvious example of putting on a character where he is he's he's a gay dude and he's got it in but he's going to catholic school and he doesn't feel right about it so he puts on this performance like he's like he's straight and like he's into women. So like there there's all these different examples of it. it what's funny is that by the end of it the, the most real person in this movie is uh Beanie. I can't remember her character's name. Julie? Is that uh
1: Mhm. Yeah, Julie.
0: Yeah. Uh she she ends up being the most authentic with her emotions the whole fucking movie. She's uh she's very oh. straightforward. About, she wanted that teacher entire, too.
1: Yeah. yeah, like I remember, like oh man, no, she she's definitely the most genuine. That's for sure. I don't want to take away from that, but like I, I just loved like how she's fallen for this teacher, you know. And just like oh yeah, thank you. Or, You're welcome. I mean, thank you. You know, like just yeah. stuttering over everything, and then and then Lady Bird has her kind of heartbreak, you know, like seeing Danny kissing the guy in the stall. But then Julie's heartbreak is notice is realizing that he's married, and then. Yeah. his wife is pregnant with a kid and she's like my life's over. Like what what am I doing this for? Why why? She's like no, like this can't be true. You you can't have you can't be married. I don't know. I I love yeah. but uh but then at, like whenever Ladybird starts to hang out with oh man, who's the popular girl? Jenna. Yeah, whenever she starts to hang out with her she's like just very clear has that other friend at the time, you mm-hmm. know, and Ladybird's like, "Hey, uh, Julie, I want to talk to you. Can you leave? He's like, no, you stay. Uh, you're staying right here. Um, and just tells Lady Bird to her face, like, what's going on? And yeah, she and man, so sad. Like the, the prom night when she's at home, you know, and Lady Bird finally goes over there, like realizes like, all right, this isn't my friend group. Take me to my best friend's house.
2: Take yeah, me. Take me to so Julie's cool.
1: house. Um, And they, they had their little prom, you know, their little night together. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, Hey, you know, should we actually just go? You know, yeah. like, should we actually just go? Like, does you your have mom a have a dress? I'm she's like, like, let's be real. <laughs> you already know I have a dress. Yeah. She's I've like, I've had a dress on. for months. Come on. Oh, you man, know there's
0: this, a... this moment that I think kind of again, just kind of captures the, the angst and the, the struggle of those years of your life where when she arrives and she, Julie's just crying and she's like, what's up? What's wrong? And she's like, I don't know. Some people just mm. aren't built happy. I was like, God fucking
1: damn it, dog. Like, I was like, motherfucker, bro. yeah, uh-uh. should have killed me. Uh-uh. My favorite shot comes right after that, after the prom. Whenever they're, um... When Julie's like, hey, I, I'm actually not gonna be here for the summer. Uh, I have to go, uh, my father to Yosemite, or whatever. But the it's just them, like, hugging. And then the right. background, the you bridge, see, like, yeah. yeah, just... Um, and it that just, sure I, like... The uh, a part that that I I was kind of keen in on a little bit was like after the one of the sisters or nuns I guess I don't know kind of like the counselor I don't know if she I don't know what her role was um, the one that she put the just married yeah. Jesus on and everything I've been married whenever, to Jesus for forty years yeah whenever she's like ah, I'm actually I'm not gonna punish you that was actually kind of funny um but I read your your college essay and it sounds sounds to me you really love sacramento um and lady bird was like uh really you sure and she's and she's like yeah no like it it comes across as as love every everything you're writing about this um you write about it with such
0: passion and... and
1: and yeah like there's there's moments um like she says out loud many times like no i i hate this place i want to get out of this place it's terrible i hate it but then you have like Um, These good moments that actually like are really nice and centered in Sacramento like only like um, the house that they both really, really want to live in is Mm -hmm. in Sacramento. It's right there. It's not like they're dreaming of a penthouse in New York at the top of a skyscraper. They're like, no, if I could live in this house, everything would be all right. Or that – like my shot there, I think it was like beautiful – like because she's actually having like a loving moment and like it's in sacramento in a beautiful like out of, spot. yeah Yeah, and like a really in like the and then at the end when she's like oh no like whenever you first drove through sacramento mom didn't you feel all these emotions and i'm like okay so like she actually she does have something there where she oh,
0: and i think that conversation with uh sister oh what was her name yeah, let's see. It's, uh, it's played it's by Lois Sarah Smith. Sarah Joan? Yeah. Uh, Lois Smith, by the way. We got a couple French Dispatch crossovers with Swarcy Ronan and Lois Smith. She was uh, uh, Ma Clampette, the art dealer who buys the wall at uh really? French Dispatch. Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, I, okay. I was like, really? French Dispatch? Where was she yeah,
0: in there? So they, they were in, uh, in uh, Ladybird together and then... Ah, uh, Timothy Chalamet also in the mm-hmm. French Dispatch. A lot of a lot of crossover with Greta Gerwig and Wes Anderson movies here, uh, specifically because Greta Gerwig is married to Noah Baumbach, who co-wrote Fantastic Mr. Fox and oh. uh, uh, The Life Aquatic. So, wow. uh, yeah, gotta... a lot of lot of interconnections there. So, uh, got got a lot to look forward to in the that whole department. But uh, yeah, I, I loved that conversation. And the way that it opens her mind a little bit to being like, because she sits down with this woman who kind of represents what she doesn't exactly love about her hometown. She's like, I don't like going to this school. I rather would go to a public school, you know, like all this shit kind of sucks. And then she sits down with her and she's like, "Uh, you're not in trouble you know this doesn't affect your scholarship i mm-hmm. thought it was funny and they like laugh for a couple yeah. seconds together you know and and then she gets into that and she kind of realizes like oh my god you know like there is there's there's love and there's beauty in all these places i didn't really give a chance to think mm-hmm. there was beauty in uh and that's what's kind of cool about this movie is that i think it's wonderfully shot you know i think it's a very pretty movie uh you know it's got that very a 24 film grain Mm. thing going on. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I loved, uh, the way that they kind of frame it, Sacramento and it's in the photography of the city. They don't portray it as an ugly place, you know, Mm -hmm. the entire time you're kind of asking Ladybird, you know, why, why do you hate Sacramento so fucking much? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, uh, And it's because it's the same as with most high school students. I don't know if you remember being a senior and the most common thing I heard was I cannot fucking wait to get out of this town.
1: Yep. Yep. And my dumbass chose an even smaller town in the middle (laughs) of nowhere to go to. No, but like I was always thinking of like, yeah, no, I'll go to Duke. I'm going to go to, to Arizona. I'm you know, just somewhere like That's what I always kind of thought. Um, and I think it's, it's more of like, because to us, Sacramento is like leagues better than here. You know, she even relates to the Midwest. And I think that's my line of the movie when she was like, I have to get out of Sacramento. It's soul killing. It's the Midwest of California. And I was like, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Uh, You know, maybe, maybe actually come to the Midwest and I think you'll like Sacramento a little more Yeah, uh, whenever you go back. Um, but no, like everyone was like, yeah, no, like Missouri, misery. Like there's a reason they sound so similar. I can't wait to get out of here. Like I'm just going somewhere. Um, but no, that 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 was always the case. And then everyone's like, all right, they go to Mizzou, they go to Missouri State, they go to KU. It's like everyone that that I, I feel like there are some people that did go quite far, but most people stay pretty close. I think it's you. You hate home. Hate home in air quotes because you, you think that there's just so much more else out there. And like, it's like, it has to be better than this, right? Like everything. Um, all, it ha-
0: there are all sorts of places that are better, you know, to visit, but there's only one place that'll always be home. You know? Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing is that there's always, there's always a place where you'll come back to and got like, you know, she hates, she hates this time in her life, but then you you heard this all throughout high school too one day you'll look back on this and realize life was rarely better. Mm. You know what I'm saying like I, yeah. you're you're so you're so stress free, you're so worry free even in the moment though. I remember being in high school stressed and worried about all sorts of fucking shit, you know, but it relatively it mm. wasn't that important. It was all just <laughs> kind of it was yeah. all just trying kind to of farce, you know, and uh it, it, one day most people come to realize that, you know, and uh that's it, that's why I love the way that they kind of the director of photography on this was Sam Levy, who uh, is a close collaborator with Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. Uh, they uh, he was the director of photography for Francis Ha, which is directed by Noah Baumbach, starring Greta Gerwig. Director of photography mm-hmm. for While We're Young, directed by Noah Baumbach. Director of uh or director of photography for Mistress America, directed by Noah Baumbach, starring. Greta Gerwig, like uh, that you know, if very, she has a preference reliable.
1: of actually acting or directing, like, or does she? I'm not just sure kinda... if
0: she has a preference one way or the other. She's uh, I, That's I would have really to. Really
1: impressive, though, like that yeah. she can just. Well, do and go- my
0: my dream right now, uh, if I could, if I could have one thing for the future of the DCU, give her Supergirl. Ooh, woman of tomorrow, give her that Ooh. in a yeah. writer director and actor capacity. Go ahead and give her the whole fucking <laughs> shebang and let her let her run with it. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, mm. but uh regardless, no, I think that uh, she's she's a, a really good director as seen here. Mm-hmm. Um she got a performance not out of us already, out of me uh in Isle of Dogs. She was, uh, she Mm. was the performance pick I took. So like, she's, she's well equipped in every regard to do, to do all sorts of stuff. And, uh, I love the close collaborations with, uh, Swarcy Ronan, you know, next week when we cover, or not next week, tomorrow when we cover little Mm. women, uh, again, Swarcy Ronan, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Mm. they're both, they're both in that as well. Um,
1: okay.
0: She wanted them to be in Barbie, but there was some sort of scheduling conflict where they couldn't make that happen.
1: (sighs) Uh, the Dune yeah. for Timothy, maybe
0: Dune for Timothy is almost certainly the case. Uh, for Swarcy, I'm not sure. Hmm. But, but uh, what might Yeah. Regardless, it's a uh, it's it's a fun little collaborative team that they found there, and that the Noah Bombach and Greta Gerwig's little core of actors. There. Mm-hmm. Um, I really really enjoy it, but.
1: Uh, you know, um, I, I I think the. And I like, she's always in the theater, but she kind of hated. And I'm, now I'm talking about Lady Bird in the movie now, not not Greta. Um, she always kind of like uh, hated the roles she got, and like even whenever she was offered the titular role, you know, she was saying like, "No, it still doesn't mean anything. the tempest is real." Yeah, yeah, she might have been covering just to to try to fit in like with her her popular crowd, whatever. But um, I feel like she like is becoming a writer like and that's like the the path that she's going down because like they they kind of hint towards it a little bit like you know the mom like the mom writing those letters and like i she Mm. you know she always thought that she couldn't get the words right and that you you would make fun of her writing ability um and then the sister or nun counselor is like yeah no you write about sacramento and it comes across as love and like yeah like uh, coming back at these writing things and then whenever she's on the phone like that That voicemail she leaves, like, was, yeah, like, it was, was so, and I don't know if that's just the writing of the movie or, like, it's, it's to show that, like, maybe that's what she's going there for, and, like, maybe that's what she realized, I don't know, Um, but, like, I, like, I remember, I forget the, the lines exactly, but she was, like, when I, whenever I was finally able to drive, all those curves and stores became a bit, you know, all those places I knew That were there were, like, suddenly unlocked, and I, you know, like, it was, I don't know, just a very, like, put very well, Um, and I I don't know if that's what they're trying to go, you know, what the message they're trying to get across, is that, like, uh, she's, like, gonna become a writer, because do do they ever really say what she's going to college for? There Um, is a
0: moment early on with, uh, when, like, the first scene, close to the first scene anyway, when they're in the car. And she jumps out of the moving vehicle. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she says something about how she wants to go somewhere on the East coast, like New York, or at least Connecticut or New Hampshire mm-hmm. where writers go. If they want, oh, like she says something okay. about how like that is what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I think, I think you, I think you're spot on there with like the writing being the mm. key component to her, her goals there. Um, but yeah, and I, uh, I, I, I'm just kind of blown away by how good this movie is. One, like we've talked about a lot of coming of age movies, you know, we've talked uh, the Breakfast Club, American Graffiti. Uh, I, I would consider the Thirty Sixth Chamber of Shaolin a coming of age movie to a degree, not the same kind, but certainly one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just okay. all sorts of stuff, and this gives all of those a run for their money at the very least. Uh, it might Man, even be better than all I of don't
1: them. Know. I. I I kinda like this more than Breakfast Club and American Graffiti. Like you know, I, I have no comedy. doubt that like, I do too. Yeah. Like this it, it just felt more I guess it's a little in the newer age as well. Like it's closer to, to what our high school experience was was more like instead of, you know, back in whatever year that those two were, were, were set in. Um so maybe that, that helps a little bit. But I don't know, I feel like this is it's more of more focused on one character um as well here instead of kind of jumping around and and you know different things but the the high scene kind of reminded me of the breakfast club when they were in you know all smoking in the library i'm like oh you know it's kind of like a yeah like not not breakfast club exactly but just like the coming of age like movies you know like it it always like makes you feel good a little bit like it always just puts you back in that time and this one i don't know i feel like it did it did it more um this movie did and no, I, yeah, I it definitely
0: know. feels a little bit more relatable to our experience. And what is interesting about the time period of this that I thought was uh, a wildly interesting mm. choice Greta Gerwig would have been 18 years old in 2001. So she would have. Uh, She would have been fresh out of high school when 9-11 happened. So everything that they have in this movie as it pertains to like airport security and why she wants to go to New York and why it was probably easier to get into a college in New York Mm -hmm. and stuff is because 9-11 just happened. And I like that they don't like they're not like 9-11 just happened whoa like uh, they they acknowledge the war on the war on terrorism and and Mm -hmm. a lot of capacities that's what timothy chalamet's whole fucking character is about you know so that's another thing that's interesting to think about is kind of like the collective the collective trauma that Mm. this age of people went through you know kind of like there's a relatively fresh wound on american society At this point, and relatively fresh, extremely fresh, nine eleven's impact didn't stop permeating through society for <clears throat> several years. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I don't know, but you're you're right. I, it, it is kind of like a I don't know. I didn't really think about how it actually drove like some decisions, or or like at least the the mothers like um, like no, like you can't go there. That's yeah. you know, um, I, I who was she talking to whenever it was like um don't be it someone was like uh aren't you worried Wait, about uh, all julie, that
0: julie she's oh, like uh
1: oh, is it? Aren't, yeah, wor- like, aren't
0: you worried about terrorism
1: yeah she's like what well, don't be a don't be a republican or, or like don't be a Yeah. don't your, be a
0: republican yeah
1: or like something like yeah and then um but no i i, I was given like a because I, I mean i was a year and a half or whatever yeah, during nine eleven. 11 so I, I mean i i I have no real recollection or, or really anything that affected me. Um, no, <laughs> But a thing that put it into perspective was, like, v- viewing it, like, while it's happening, when the first plane hit, most people probably thought it was just an accident. And, like, a yeah. plane just felt, you know, was flying too low and, and it, you know, hit the first building. But the when the second one hits, that's when you know, like, okay, something's oh. going on. Like, that, yeah. that, like like it was already bad it was like already a crisis and yeah it's it's terrible and everyone's freaking out but then the, the like when the second one comes you're like okay like what's what's going on like are we yeah. under it like are we under attack and that like kind of put it into perspective for me I'm like man I I never really thought about it like that because I've only known it as this you know a terrorist attack, attack. yeah attack it, it happened yeah um, but you're right I I like how they they kind of used it in this as like a uh, yeah no you you don't want to go to a college in New York right now. You don't know what's going to happen, and like I, mm-hmm. I never even thought about that aspect of it at all. No, um, until until this, you know, until now. And
0: well, and then at and, the and, end when she's like, they won't, they won't even let you pass security anymore. Mm. You know, like they they won't unless you have a ticket. They're not going to let you pass security. Like the that's uh yeah. and that's oh, why it's oh, a fresh. Dude
1: yeah it's a a
0: new thing is that like they won't even let you pass security anymore that happened within the last two years you know
1: hey so Uh, that's why they couldn't have the goodbye actually okay wow it's all okay yeah the little these little details that are 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 coming together now yeah and
0: that's what's that's what's really interesting is that they utilize that uh that tragedy for the collective consciousness in a way that pushes the story forward in really small ways, but absolutely forms a lot of character choices and a lot of character decisions, which I think is is really, really fascinating, you know? Um but I like I said, I I'm left in a place that I'm just absurdly high on this movie. Uh I'll be shocked if I like Little Women or Barbie as much as I like this. Um simply because I this is close to, this is very close to a 10 out of 10 enjoyment for me. Like that's yeah. how much I
1: like this movie. This um, is, I don't know. I don't know what little women's about. I guess I, I it's cause...
0: based off the book by, uh, Louisa Alcott, mm-hmm. uh, just four little women, uh, children growing up. And I, I assume, mm-hmm. uh, if it's anything like the book, which I assume it is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it'll probably be a tad boring.
1: Mm. Um, yeah, but just this, a tad this one not that's for no, sure I no. was I was not bored whatsoever I was you know like even the even the slower moments were like sweet and like put me back in high school and like were like just making me think of all these random memories random first that I had like I'm like oh they're smoking weed I'm going back yeah. to my first you know my life yeah, first I'll never forget I'll God. never forget mine was terrible by the way like it was oh, like yeah. It, I mean, God, it, like, it was just, I'm like, all right, finally ready to do it. I'm in a good mindset, whatever. And the the guy I eventually go, you know, go with to do it with, it's, uh, our, we're going out in the middle of the woods. We park our car. We go out in the middle of the woods because it just smells so bad. We can't do it at our house wherever. Right, right. We're like, okay. <laughs> oh, well, we, we go to get it in the first place for some people. We get in some stranger's car. We, we get some... Yeah a bag of, you know, whatever that we have them grind it for us. Cause we don't have a grinder. We have them, you know, whatever we get to the, to the woods and, and they're like, no, you got, you know, your first time it's not going to hit you as hard. So you gotta, you gotta smoke more, um, you know, because it, your first time you don't really get as high and I'm like, okay, sure. i have never, whatever. I'll, you've done this before. I'll trust you. And uh, you know, I'm just in the middle of the woods, just, you know, taking some, some pulls, uh probably like five, six hits. Of of pretty you know just not really anything big, and then I looked down at my feet and then I knew it was over. I'm like I I got like 500 feet tall and I'm like my feet are not even like I'm like mm. holy and it was I just had that uh, dolly
0: zoom effect in real yeah. life yeah. yeah
1: and then the, the rest of the night was me just trying to hold on uh pretty much uh, yeah. just anything like I'm just like okay just like yeah I need to go to bed but uh every yeah, every experience time, after that
0: the first time I smoked. Uh, I was with a couple of friends who I, I trusted, I trusted completely, you know, so that helped a lot. Uh, one of them was very, very, in, very into smoking weed. Uh, mm-hmm. the other one was, uh, had smoked weed before I was the novice and they were like, you, you want any? they were very cool about it. I was like, "No, nah, I'm good. And they're like, okay, okay, that's fine. And then like mm-hmm. a couple of hits later, they were having a good time. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it, Yeah. Get, bring, bring it, bring it, yeah. here, bring it here. Let me, let me try this <laughs> shit. Uh, and, uh, I, uh, I liked it, you know, I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. And I had the same experience that most people do on their first time smoking. Uh, I didn't inhale it right. Mm-hmm. I just sucked it into my mouth and blew it out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Didn't inhale it. Bar- barely got high, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, uh, uh it, it wasn't really anything, but it was, it was like enough to be like, oh, this could be cool. This could be dope. Uh, I had a good experience that time. The first time I got high.
1: Hmm.
0: Was with an edible? That, was the first thing. that will, in fact, do it. There's it no question it. about it. It's there, true. it was a cookie. No, one had, no,
1: yeah, nothing you could do once it's down there. It's it cookies. Just, I ate it. Ooh. I was like, wow, that tastes like terrible. Weed. Yeah, uh, like edibles used to be terrible. Like you had yeah. to the scarf. They really right
0: refined that yeah. art, haven't they? they? Uh, yeah like I mean this this was a homemade cookie this was somebody like it wasn't like this was sold at a dispensary you know like uh, back in yeah. my day back in my day we used to we used to bake weed into cookies you know like that's a that's a that was what we were rocking with you know and uh, I ate it and I was with one of those same guys and another friend who's uh who's mm. actually a patron of the podcast been a very very supportive friend um but uh we were like uh we actually uh, we were gonna watch The Breakfast Club. Uh, but we couldn't find it anywhere on streaming, so we were like, ah, fuck. So we watched a sausage party. The I've Severo never seen it. I've only seen it, movie.
1: but oh god, yeah. That that so, probably wouldn't yeah. be funny though. I don't know, while while blazed to hell, I don't know. I don't know oh, if it was I've better heard, or worse. I've
0: heard it's a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> I haven't watched it since. I hardly remember it. Uh yeah. But I remember I just being like, "Oh my god I've unlocked it the secret yeah. of the universe this is yeah. this is what I need um
1: okay you know what now I think okay because my first experience that was smoking I don't know if it was a joint blunt whatever I'm still I still don't have those names down um but the first edible I ate probably that was the first time I actually got high and enjoyed it at mm-hmm. the same time um and it was with like a group of five people and we were you know no, no parents were home so it was like we know we have the night we're all spending the night anyways let's let's do this and it was a rice crispy treat uh probably like, i mean it was it was a fat thing and then they were like yeah this one's pretty strong you gotta you know cut it cut it pretty small and like it smelled just absolutely god awful yeah. and i remember we we all like toasted you know put them together yeah. toast them and started eating and then we were all just like oh my god, oh, god. it like scarfed it down so fast. <laughs> and then you know, we all kind of looked at each other like like, all right, yeah, that okay. We we did the thing and then because you know you have to wait like a good thirty, forty five minutes before anything yeah. happens. So we were like, Alright, let's just I guess play some board games or whatever and then eventually it starts hitting us and then I, I remember I just laid back and looked at the ceiling and I like I was seeing geometry. I was yeah. seeing like like I saw some odd facts some day. crazy things and I the what I told them. I'm like, what I'm seeing right now is what I saw in the womb, and I don't know how i c I don't know how I can explain it to you, but I just know this for a fact. Like and I'm like, I'm seeing the same things I saw when I was in the womb and that this G I don't know. That's what I was going on the whole I have night. Snapchat
0: memory of me just absolutely fucking fried mm-hmm. on your bedroom floor, like in that room. Really? That you are in right now, just laying there, um, huh. Huh. trying to find it. I can't remember what the context of that night was at all. What we were doing, where we were, why we were there.
1: Huh. But yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get high often in high school. That was for sure. Not. Well, was, and I can't remember it, if, if
0: it was a deal where I happened to be high. I don't think it was like one of those times where we were like, oh, let's all get together and let's get high. I might have just it, I think it was me, Michael. Yeah, October 2017, so I was 17 years old. That's that's lovely. Um that started a lot earlier than I thought it did. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got uh, it's all right. Oh it's yeah, not, that's not it's not yeah. too early at all. I think mine was yeah, mine would have been in, in in 17 as well when I was 17, I guess, now that I'm thinking of it. October 2017. Let's see if I got got anything around there.
0: October, October 2017. I'm trying to I'm just absolutely fried laying on your floor, man. And uh oh, October 14th, 2017, 11:58 p.m. is the time stamp on it. So, you know it was you know it was good. Uh 14th. of course, I haven't opened okay. this video in years, so it's taking forever to load. But that's just a just a little taste, you know. I was like I, I, just one of those examples like in high school uh, there are all sorts of nights where I, I don't have nights like that anymore you know mm-hmm. like nights where i i were like we we got to your house at some point you we know were, like,
1: we were at target at the, the memories i have were at Diamond target he got a spider-man onesie and like yeah i actually bought that onesie yeah. I, I think i don't know i might have been the only one that actually bought the onesie um but yeah i got the spider-man onesie we we were pushing carts in the parking lot and like someone was in a cart like yeah. I, like screaming i don't know doing that and then yeah i guess we in my house um i don't remember that at all but yeah it's like it's crazy like like in kind of in the movie how we were talking about how it just kind of jumps and like you know all these details like they brush past it's kind of like that <laughs> wow yeah no i i huh yeah, what a! Yeah, on your. You had the lights
0: under your your uh your uh mm-hmm. computer, so we we turned on music videos and we just laid there while the lights were going crazy and we're like, "This is the best night ever," you know, like a
1: thing ever. Wow, I can't I can't imagine anything better than this. Yeah, no, it's like it's crazy what a little cookie or brownie or rice krispie treat can do. Um, just oh, make the most. Yeah, simple things—the best thing ever in the world. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy how many. I don't know. I'm glad you know that that we do have phones and that we did video a lot of this because I mean, <laughs> back then you just—that's off memory. And if someone had an actual camera and developed a picture of right. it, you it's, know, exactly. it's like man, that's that's a, that's a lot of effort you got to go through to remember that stuff. But yeah, we can scroll through, go back to October twenty twenty seventeen, and I, I just have so many things like. me and michael were going through a phase of him catching things in his mouth any object at all uh for you know like so i was just throwing random things at him until he caught it to get a video of that so that's all that
0: (laughs) that. i I have a whole bunch of memories from that night we did go to pizza street um right yes and michael deep throated an ice cream cone yep he throated mm -hmm. the ice cream cone i have a video of that happening actually right here um And then mm-hmm. afterwards, we went out into the parking lot, and Michael jumped onto the hood of your car.
1: He dented my car. He yeah. put my car in a coffin. Yeah, put yeah. him in a coffin. Yeah. It was that was yeah. going. To... Oh, my God. That's wow. A, that's so happened. many things happened that night. Holy crap. That was crap. A big one. Wow. Yeah. That dent is still in my car. And yep, there it is. So yeah. Kind of
0: deep third in the ice cream cone. This is him jumping on your car.
1: And he still denies, denies it
0: it the seat. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you put a dent, yeah. I remember I screwed, yeah. Like uh he still denies it to this day, and I'm like, we have video proof, you know. We there's have like like literal
0: video of that
1: happening. Can't prove it, and I'm like, there is literal video proof. You um, know that? Yeah, that dent's still there. Um uh,
0: yeah, The I also I have the the photo of me. Trying on a giraffe once at, on October 14th, 2017, 9pm. The next one is me high as fuck on your floor, three hours later. Um, and then the next one after that is October 18th, 2017. It is us at school you wearing the Spider-Man onesie that was purchased.
1: <laughs> I did, I did wear it to school. I do remember that. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I still have it. It's in my closet. It's hanging there. I just haven't worn it in a while. It's actually really comfortable. Um, just as, I don't know. Um, yeah, I love, I love the fuck out of that onesie. Um, but yeah, no, I, I did, I did indeed wear it to school. That's right. Oh, classic, um,
0: classic night right there. Uh,
1: yeah, man. Wow, wow what a night. back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I didn't, man, that, that unlocked a lot more memories there. And that's, I don't know, it's what the movie was doing though. Like as, as all these characters are going through these, these random things, I'm like, oh yeah, that kind of happened a little bit. And then mm-hmm. I go down this road of of a lot of crazy things that we used to. I mean, it's, yeah, crazy the things that we used to do. Just ran. Yeah, we were at Target, and then we went to Pizza Street, and then you know just it ended up at you know just wherever we were. We could drive. We felt free. You know, we were right. we were 16. We could do whatever we wanted. I remember that like that changed the game. Whenever people started to be able to drive and mm-hmm. like. You had yeah. the people who had early birthdays or, like, that were a little older for their grades. So, like, you had the first couple of people that could drive. And, like, you were, like, uh, I don't know, just always asking them to, to go anywhere. But then right. you get your own car and you're 16. It's like, I can go anywhere. I can do anything now. I am a cop. Um, yeah. But, man, the Pizza Street and Target and somehow ended up here. Yeah. Man, I, I wonder if I was... I don't know. At that time, I'd say My, me and Michael. Um, I think. Yeah, um, I don't think. I don't know if I would have smoked by then, because that's we graduated in eighteen. So no, it would have been around it there. Year, like would have would have been around there. That I I kind of absurd
0: oh, of to think about. Like October twenty seventeen, I feel like I was a fucking baby dog you know i i look back i'm like i was a goddamn child and i was i was in my senior year of high school you know what i'm yep. saying like that blows my fucking mind to think yep. about uh
1: could almost vote as yep. well yeah like, that's <laughs> so close yeah.
0: to voting uh
1: yeah that, that is nuts yeah just like things that like i was worried about back then like i wish i had to like i don't know i wish i i went back to just worry about about those things like just worrying about where we're going to go with friends the next weekend or like if, Oh, I now I got to, I'm going to miss some homework. You know, if I go yeah. out with my friends this weekend, so I'm going to have to do some homework when I get back home really late, or in the morning or it or it do it in the first hour of school or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, high school was just, time. different. yeah, it was just completely different. Um, you know, it, I mean, we're basically sent to a daycare for seven hours a day. um, and then we come back home. Yeah, you know, I don't know, like, it, it's crazy, like, just that, that schedule. Like, we were, we were at school for seven hours a day for 18, 19 years straight. Like, and just, I don't know, you just saw someone, like, so many people every day. Um, yeah, man. But, yeah, this, I don't know, it's definitely, uh, uh, probably, I don't know, I, I, I was thinking of the only other coming of age movies that I really know, and it's like Breakfast Club, and an American Graffiti, and like I guess some, some like not super well made early two thousands movies that I just watched growing up that I that are oh, coming yeah. of age stories. That I, I probably use like all
0: that and ten things I hate about you yeah. and those sorts of like rom com shits. Those are great.
1: This one, this one, I don't know. This one, I I liked it. I liked it way more. It felt it felt just more real, more genuine. And I don't know, maybe it's like. Because, you know, Greta Gerwig was just in putting her own life in here and it's, like yeah. is really real and like it is, you know, just just very real instead of like some made oh, yeah. up characters and stuff like that. But like, you no, know, this this was I really, really enjoyed it. And off a of first watch, I'm 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 glad I, I kicked off my Greta Gerwig um watch now. Like I'm oh, I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for Little Women and, and Barbie and like and to know how she like like handles like just I don't know. It's not like every like a guy is every guy's gonna hate this movie because it's like no. you know it's like it's not that at all. Like I feel like there are still gonna be some guys that are like oh, like that can yeah
0: douchebag incels for sure. Um, um, but like
1: no, it, like it was I don't know. It was handled very very well and like even like the little girl talk they had of like uh what they do in the bathtub or like with the shower yeah. head and stuff like that while eating like all the. the
0: yeah, the, uh, communion
1: thing. Yeah, like whatever. The fucking, like, uh, as they're like you know, it's like they, of, the body yeah, of Christ. Yeah, like, as they're telling these things, like they feel like they have to eat these to like cleanse themselves. I don't know. Like that's uh, like all I was thinking. Um, but then like you get the her first, like they actually do it. You know, her and Kyle. Yeah. And then like it cuts to her in the bathtub, bathtub with her feet yeah. up there and like laying down. And I just I don't know. There were a lot of like it was funny. Like a lot of like I remember laughing like a lot. Oh, during very this funny. movie just um very funny very emotional very like just reminiscent as well like there's so many different emotions that were that were brought up from this movie and yeah i think i don't know I, I i think i'm i'm uh very confident in saying that this is probably my number one coming of age story now um yeah Movie-wise. No, it's
0: it's certainly up there. You know, I think like most recently, Rushmore, I would say that's a coming of age story. You know, that, I think yeah, that's, that was fun. That, that was yeah. a good, that was a good fucking movie. But even so, I think I probably like this more. I think it's probably better. You know, like it's just, uh, yeah. you know, similar, similar stuff there too, where they, you know, private school and are dealing with the trauma bestowed onto them by their parents and stuff. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a overlap there, but not, not much, but, uh, certainly something. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think I like Lady Bird more than I like Rushmore at the very least. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, yeah. Most recently, I'd say that's what we covered as far as a uh, coming of
1: age. Different, different vibes of a movie too. Like Rushmore is way more comedic focused and like yeah. a lot, you know, a lot more fun, like fun in that sense. Um, and, but this one, I don't know. It just, it does just feel way more real. Like yeah, mm-hmm. I guess, um, what's, uh, Schwartzman's Max yeah max like max it's like i don't know really know how much you can like relate to max but like i can i i'm not like i don't have a very similar life to ladybird whatsoever but i felt like it was just way more relatable and there's a surprising
0: um, universality to this movie that i i didn't anticipate you know i uh mm. i expected that you know i mentioned the level of entry at this uh, of this movie at the beginning i expected that because i'm a dude that i wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to uh i i would feel almost inhibited in talking about this movie like uh, there's there's a certain level of it that i just i can't understand and i would say that there there is a degree to that uh in some capacity but for the most part it's extremely it's extremely relatable regardless of your of your station mm. your gender or your anything you know like because I mean, she goes to private school. She goes to private Catholic school. I didn't go to private Catholic school. You know what I'm saying? But still, it was, it was just kind of like a good example of like, this is what high school's like. Kind of regardless of where you go. Um, this is what high school's like.
1: Uh, man, I love the lot, like the lot, like they captured the, the first kiss, like awkwardness and so, oh no, their first kiss actually wasn't, I don't think, uh, in the stars. It was actually right outside. Yeah, it was right outside the dance, actually. Um, whenever they're outside and then she's like, Julia, yeah, you go home. My mom's coming to pick me Are you sure? I thought we we're supposed to spend the night and she's like, I'm I'm going go. Um and then like just that the that awkwardness that happens right before, but then you know, they, they kiss and it's yeah. ah so awesome and then and then you know, whenever she does get with Kyle and they they're not actually doing it yet, they're just dry humping whatever and she's like, Man, yeah, I actually kinda of preferred that, you know, after yeah. <laughs> after I got done her like, man, I, I preferred that and it's like um you really, like, I don't know, the first, it's always, always just very awkward, you know, It's there's always this, this, this awkwardness to it, and whatever, and they just, they capture that perfectly, and yeah, it's like, you don't have to, like, there's parts that I won't understand, because I I know I'm, I'm just on the other side of it, but like, I I love how it's, it's just how quickly it was over, you know, and it's just like, oh, you're, you're, been, like yeah she's like I'm oh, sorry okay. i was confused Yo, you okay, know was, uh, I was, I was, okay it's like yeah it's just so awkward like you just yeah. uh, like never know what to say and uh but no I, I i don't think there's you're right like in i thought the level of entry was going to be a lot higher and i thought i was going to be like man i i i don't like i i feel like i can't really speak on this and I, I would want like a a woman's input and i think it it would be still very helpful you know i think oh, like yeah, it's no, no. you know if you are a woman you're going to relate to this a, a little more that's for sure but but regardless I, I think it's it is very universal in the sense of it's just high school it's just growing up you know it's like it mm-hmm. and all these people will kind of have similar not not the exact same thing happen to you but pretty much it all these things happen to to everyone at one point or or another yeah. and as you're going through high school um and and yeah like the mom you know like hey uh, you know when when do you think's a good time to start Having sex. Oh my you're God! Having you're sex. having sex. Like, no, 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 no. And he's like, "But uh, college, definitely. That, that's when you know you should. College. You should start. In college. Like, like, okay, no one starts in college. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like, I, I come like that's uh, what you're you. You're looking like. for a
0: perfect time to start. Maybe it's college, but I guess. Uh, yeah, that's not true. the realistic uh, time to start in theory.
1: Um, yeah, but. Oh, no, this I I don't know. I really like the mom. I don't I don't know. I I was kind of going back and forth for performance, but I I don't think I think it's I was I'm We're trying throwing. to convince myself that it's not. Yeah, yeah she has not, she has yeah.
0: too many great scenes, man. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, and such a broad range that she has mm-hmm. to capture. You know, I think that where Lori Metcalf succeeds is she she doesn't have to do, uh a wide range of emotions. She has this lane that she's in and she does that incredibly well. Um, yeah. and I mean, I don't want to, I don't want that to take away from her by any means. She's, she's definitely top two. You know, if there's mm-hmm. a, if there's another performance in this movie that gets a highlight, it's Laurie Metcalf. There was a character who we haven't talked about who I really, really enjoyed. Um, and it was, uh, Stephen McKenley Henderson's portrayal of father Levi, uh, uh
1: yeah devastating
0: was. character dude.
1: oh my god the all right we're gonna see who can cry first and i'm playing too and and the you know assistant teacher's playing too and he just starts apologizing i'm just like oh my was he's like, like i'm okay? sorry i'm sorry like oh my god, god. Dude. and then yeah you see him like with with her mom with, yeah. with Lady Bird's mom oh, and, and oh, the house, and I'm just like oh man and like no and that poor J I mean not poor JB coach but all the kids having to like deal with that that substitute you know <laughs> I was like the
0: I appreciated like kid. his fire his passion he tried his best yes,
1: he was dude. trying that's for I sure
0: Danny gives the like spoken word poetry at the end and he finishes and he stands up and he's like let's go yeah. you know like uh, that's fucking awesome dude yeah. I thought that, that was so fucking funny he's like and yeah. you you're gonna come in hard. You're gonna yeah. come in
1: hard. You know, <laughs> he's like the, the, the shady white that's that's singing, that's singing. Yeah, you guys eight nine ten coming in hard. Um but oh, no the, the fucking first, hilarious yeah, first father what was uh Leviathan. Yeah. Leviathan Leviat <laughs> um, father, Leviathan. Yeah, but like and then him sitting outside after his plane's like they just didn't get it you know, or, like, whatever, like, after, after Julie's heart's broken or whatever, yeah, that's, that's right, Julie's heart was broken, she sits next to him, and, like, they're both kind of sad, and he's just like, yeah, they, they just didn't understand it, they just didn't get it, um, but no, yeah, that, that man, that was, like, you're right, every character in here was, was, like, no character felt like um aside just throwaway character that everyone had something they they expanded on everybody
0: to a degree that was very very Mm -hmm. compelling uh and like the the backstory with Allie from austin and Allie, who just kind of shows up for a little bit and talks about uh how he uh uh his son died of an overdose Mm. i don't know if it was a suicide and uh she's like, my mom says, uh, either way, it doesn't matter either way. If you're being that careless, well, gotta go. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, kid. <laughs> uh, like,
1: yeah, damn. Okay. Have some, have some heart or something. I don't know. Something have some really tiny example
0: of how like your parents shape your worldview. You know, like yeah. mom says this and she's, she's very nonchalant about it. Talking about something that's an absolute tragic thing that happened to a person she knows mm-hmm. and is like, Oh, You know, and it's just another example of how your parents affect you on a very small scale. You know, I think that's a uh, that's something that this movie does extremely well. And Mm -hmm. you know, on the flip side, we watch how it affects the parents. And uh, the small example of that is Father Levi. Like watching him be the way he is is it's as a result of what happened to his happened to his child. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's uh, a devastating shit, man.
1: Yeah, and even Miguel the. Yeah, Miguel. Like the the job scene, like the whenever oh. they're the, the dad and him are both in there. You know, I guess we're going job. for
0: the same job. And he like straightens his tie and he's like, "You go get him." You know, he's like, "Dude, what a fucking man! I was love larry's dude."
1: Whole, his interview wasn't even an interview, like at all. Like they didn't even give him his like the kids, light of day. They're Like babies, man. And then like you it's see like, his yeah. kid come up going for this, and I was just like, oh my God, I was like, no, I'm like feeling so bad. And, and then, you know, he actually gets the job, which you know, and then like that you know, is, is good and, and great there, but I don't know. I was just, it was just another, another level to the dad, like making me feel bad for him. Like, man, just, I, I want this guy just to have a win. You know, he's playing solitaire. The
0: traditional all- love for- that he has for his children, you know, like, uh, he wants oh. a win so badly and And that's what's so fascinating is that like the way they depict like depression in this movie, the way they describe it for, for the dad, you know, your father's struggled with depression for years, you know, Uh, the way that it shows that he has such an abundance of love for everybody in his life, but there's just something, you know, some people aren't built happy as Julie says, you know, like, it's just, there's something you can't get past. It might not even – it doesn't even make sense to you. You just got to go with it, you know? Uh, Like, they just did a really, really good job with Larry, man. And uh, I thought that – it was – like, if there's a runner-up character for me, it's Larry, undoubtedly. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, the the mom and dad, they're they're top two in their own categories, like mm -hmm. mom for performance and dad for character. That's for for sure. But, yeah, Lady Bird – Kind of just steals the show. Of course, own right, rightfully, sh- yeah, rightfully so. Um, and I don't know. I think I don't know. I can't wait to. I'm definitely coming back to this one. That's for sure. And like, oh so I yeah, did, upon like,
0: rewatching it this time, I was like, oh well, this is going to be one of those movies that I just kind of watch, huh? Mm, uh, yeah,
1: because like uh, at first, like the ending, um, we were we were talking about like how maybe why you know why she was you know she chose to go with her real name and and have, like, uh, go to church, you know, kind of right mm-hmm. after, sit there, and kind of maybe it just reminded her of home. That's why she went to to church, I think, I feel. And then, like, that, uh, do you believe in God, you know, asking the that one guy, I don't know, at, at the party or whatever, and like, right. you know, people, you know, will, what was the line of, like, people will use their uh, we'll go by the names that their parents gave them, but, but can't even believe in believe God, God or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and at the end there, whenever she, like, is saying her real name as Christine, I completely forgot that that was her real name. Like, right. like I was, I was like, I, I thought that she made up a new name in college right then and there on the spot. She's like, yeah, uh, Christine. And I like I'm like, oh, I don't really remember that as her name at all. And I'm like, okay, she made it up. But then the phone call, like to her mom as saying like, like, you know, my given name, I feel like that's just maybe a reminder of like, yeah, that, that was her given name. Like she did. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's why they, they threw that in there or not. Um, well, but that's I what think made there, me remember. Uh,
0: there's, there's an important little bit that I've been trying to kind of reconcile, which is why she decides to go with Christine in that moment. And we were debating, you know, like, uh, is it because she's decided she's going to grow up? Is it is it just another persona she's going to kind of put on? I pointed out earlier that she's kind of compromising with her mother a bit. You know, she's she's giving that to her. But there's this moment whenever she's talking to talking to the dude and he's like, Mm -hmm. where are you from? She goes, Sacramento. And he goes, what? She goes, San Francisco. Mm hmm. She's, she's just, she's just creating enough. She's creating Christine, you know, like it's uh you know, it's, okay. it's not exactly who she is. It's not an acceptance of who she is. It's the next evolution of Lady Bird and how she's going to go mm. about doing things in New York. Uh, but by taking that name, it's a one step forward for like one step forward and making her mom more happy and one step forward and making her feel mm-hmm. better about herself and her station, you know,
1: maybe it's kind of how. We're talking about how the mom like realized that like all the worries she had about sending her kid off to college were gone. Like they the finances, all all the stuff was figured out. So there's no real reason to like have this hatred or like have this feeling anymore. Like it's there and there's there's nothing you can do about it, so like it's it's done. And maybe it's kind of like that on the other side, like uh for Ladybird, she gets to college, she's there, she has everything she she wanted and, and fought for and then now she doesn't feel like she has to like rebel anymore. Um, and I feel like that's you know why she chose Ladybird in the first place it was just to to have her own sense of freedom and like her her own rebellion stage and like you know I'm not gonna go with the name you gave me I'm giving myself my own name and then but she gets to the college and she Where realized she
0: that, freedom and independence in yeah, every other regard
1: yeah and it's like now like uh, I think it's like an appreciation towards her parents as well. Like she's she's realizing, like, okay, they actually did all these things to get me here. I am here. You know, without them I would not be here. Um, sort of thing. Like maybe just a lot of different things going on at once. It's I don't I don't think you
0: know, and now that yeah. she is so far away from home and she's claimed to be from San Francisco, the mm. last vestige of her her touch with home is being Christine. Not mm. like you know what I'm yeah. saying like it's like uh that that that'll keep me it, it'll keep her down to earth a little bit and keep her from becoming someone she's not you know uh mm-hmm. maybe that's maybe that's more where it is but i I don't know man I fucking love this movie mm-hmm. uh, and it's gonna do very very well in our rating of it uh, Greta Gerwig is a fantastic filmmaker, and now mm-hmm. I'm so excited to talk little women and Barbie um. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that's gonna, get gonna be so a fun slate here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Shall we give this one a rating then?
1: I think we shall. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what we gave. Um, I mean, this is kind of going back, but uh, American Graffiti. Let's see, a four in enjoyment, so an eight um, would Definitely be there, like and then Breakfast uh, Club, four seven five for enjoyment there. Nine. Um, so okay. Uh, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm putting it above. I, I think it. I, I mean, it's up there. That's for sure. It's oh, yeah. like it's,
0: I think a nine five is its floor yeah. for enjoyment for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's. Uh, that's about where I'm feeling. Let's take a look at some of our other project. Let's take a look at some of our other directors here. Wes Anderson mm-hmm. and Christopher Nolan. Uh, if it, if we give it a nine five, that would put it in the range. It would put them just above the Life Aquatic, just below the Darjeeling Limited below Moonrise Kingdom, and just below the Grand Budapest. Uh, hmm. It would Let's put see. it on the same level as Dunkirk, and just above Tenet.
1: I think it's a... Okay. I do think I enjoy this more than Tenet. I do, so I think nine five is definitely fair. Dunkirk? Okay, that's, that's a, an interesting comparison to make. Yeah, very uh, different. They were both Dunkirk.
0: nominated for Best Picture, actually, in 2017, against each other.
1: Wow. Okay. And then, did either of them win? No. Nope. Or was it something else? Some. Okay, it was something, something else. else. Okay. Let's see. I feel it's either nine five or nine seven five. So is it on the same level as Darjeeling and Grand Budapest and Asteroid City?
0: Hmm. I think this would be one of those ones where it would slip in between that gap there. Where it's not it's not as low as a nine five it's not as high as a nine seven five but we have to commit to one or the other, you know,
2: uh, mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: I think, oh man. Wes, yeah, it's hard, I don't know, it's even hard to compare to Wes, Wes's movies too. There's just a different kind of enjoyment that I'm getting for, like, the craft of the movie as well, like, that I'm enjoying it for, and, like, there's so many different things that are going on, but this is, like, just as real as a movie can get, shot very well as well, written very, like, everything, it's not bad at all, that's for sure. Um, I, okay, I think... And I put it at the same level as Asteroid City, Grand Budapest, and Darjeeling.
0: I think that I could. I think I could. Wow the twenty eight the slate for twenty eighteen's best picture was kind of crazy. It was the twenty eighteen Oscars, mm-hmm. uh, but for movies that came out in twenty seventeen. This was up against Dunkirk, uh, Phantom Thread. Which I really, really enjoy. The Post, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Dunkirk, Get Out. Ooh. Call Me By Your Name. And the winner was The Shape of Water, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, just a r- really good slate of movies there. Uh, with Lady Bird, Dunkirk, and Get Out at the very least. I've already loved those three movies. So, but, uh, I yeah, I think uh, I think I would be comfortable throwing it a nine seven five.
1: I think I like that for how many memories it unlocked for me, and how like it, like even though not everything is feel good in this movie, I was I don't know I was ended up feeling good yeah. yeah I was feeling great like while watching this so I, I think I I like that, um, but yeah I don't know if I think yeah it's enjoyment for different reasons I guess. Like, uh, cause in Grand Budapest, like I'm enjoying that for, like just the the com- comedy that's in there, the mm-hmm. just the visuals that I'm getting, like it looks pretty, very, very pretty yeah. the whole time. It's very pleasing, very enjoyable in that sense. This one, like all all of the enjoyment is like coming from just this coming of age and like just putting myself back there, and then, but also having just a great movie to watch in the meantime.
0: Yeah, Swarcy Ronan, she gets a, uh, uh, one of our more beloved actors so far on our, on our director spotlight. As she's been in three films mm. Grand Budapest, The French Dispatch, and this. And the floor for those, enjoyment wise, is 975. Mm. So, uh, she's, uh, she's in a high. few of our favorites.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Doing, doing pretty well. Same here. with Timothy
0: Chalamet mm. in, uh, in, in The French Dispatch and this. And uh, he's floor floor for that is nine, seven, five. So like, uh, we got a, got a couple great, great, uh, great actors and actresses on the, on the rise at at, the, at this young age. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very excited and I'm excited to continue with little women, see if it can stack up, Um uh, it'll be interesting to see, but, uh, how about a critical rating for lady bird? What are we, uh, what are we thinking here? I think it's extremely well-written. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a, I think it's a pretty movie. I don't think it's like jaw dropping visually or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it's like, wow, this is an achievement. You know? I think it's solid. Like it's a it's a good looking movie. It's definitely above average. Uh it's extremely well performed. Um that I thought they did some really great choices with the music as well. You know, I thought that was uh thought that was a lot of fun. Uh you know, the the sex scene. That they, they, as they were like heading up to the room, it was Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. Uh, yeah, Timber, Timberland coming through, uh, coming through the speakers there. You know, you had, that, had that whole thing going on. And Tim, man, cry me a river.
1: Man, yeah, that's, that's a 2002 song, huh? Is that, yep. Is, it that, is, a, is that when it came out? Yes, it wow. is. Wow. Yeah, they man, were on point.
0: With been... They were on point with it.
1: Wow. Uh, okay. Man.
0: Yeah, yeah justified. That... <laughs> the album. That's okay. I loved Justin Timberlake when I was younger, man. I he loved Justin was...
1: Timberlake. Man. Uh, yeah, he, he was just dying. every I don't know. He he was definitely one of the early 2000 people that you oh, yeah. just heard all the time. Yeah,
0: that... a, uh, one of my favorite songs of all time. I'm not like a huge Justin Timberlake fan by any means anymore, but like he had a he had a great run. He did have a mm. great run there for a few years. Uh, with Justified and then, uh, uh, Future Sex Love Sounds or something like that is what the next album's called. It's from 2006. Something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. and yep. then, uh, a couple years later, I think it was 2012 with the 2020 experience when I was in middle school. That was like, uh, the, the, it's like in my mirror. Oh. Hello. That whole album, fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, there's one song off, uh, that 06 release called Losing My Way that I've known since I was six. And it's hilarious that I've like known all the lyrics since I was six because it's oh. like, uh, it's about a dude who's l- <laughs> losing his way. Uh, he, he like gets addicted to crack.
1: And, uh, Wow. What a song to, to latch I'm onto. I've
0: been working my job. I make 40 something dollars a day. <laughs>
1: I used to be the man yeah. in my hometown. Yeah, wow. Yeah,
0: Ba-da-da.
1: Ba-da-da. Ba-da-da. yeah. Ba-da-da. but now I got a problem with that little white rock. See, See I, I can't put putting... it off the pipe. And... Wow. Hmm. Yeah, six six I years can't... old. You're. That's the one you're latching onto. That's <laughs>
0: that's one of them. That's one of them. Big one for me was Twenty One Questions by Fifty Cent. Mm. Uh in
1: uh a... four minutes. Yeah. That was with Justin Timberlake and Timberlake. oh yeah, that was like was that.
0: Uh, uh, Janet Jackson.
1: Full Yeah, is that Janet Jackson
0: it? or was it Madonna?
1: Madonna. Yeah, Madonna. Madonna. Gotta give me that. Huh? Tick tock tick. Yeah, that, I don't know. Justin Timberlake. Man, he,
0: he went on a run. I didn't really
1: the, realize until just now how much he dominated, like the early two thousands and were Justin Timberlake. He man. was in a lot. Yeah, he um,
0: was. He, he had a lot. Of, he had a lot going down. Uh, hmm. Yeah, he's I uh, I I haven't really fucked with Justin Timberlake since 2012, but uh, it's, it's yeah, it's been, it has a been while.
1: quite some time, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's been well. a while since I've been like Justin Timberlake. Wow, you're dope. Uh, yeah, that's what this movie does though. It unlocks all these all these memories that I wouldn't think of. I, there's no shot I, I remember any all the Justin Timberlake songs nope. that I used to listen to, unless I'm you know thinking back to my high school times or or even. Middle school times even. Well
0: it's just like thinking about a high school party in two thousand two. You bet your fucking ass Crimea River's getting played, bro. You know, like that's uh that's just so perfect. I, I love shit like that. So uh yeah, I thought the music choices were brilliant. Uh we were talking about the critical rating. Mm.
2: Uh, ah, yes. That's that's okay. where that
0: started. Um Let's but see. uh hmm.
1: what's Prince Dispatch, just going with other movies that you know. That was an eight five, okay. Um, Grand Budapest nine seven. Five. I'm just going to the movies that that we have some share and some actors in here. Um, I'd say tenant a nine, Dunkirk nine two five, Prestige a nine. It's it's. it's I think hovering. it's a nine.
0: Yeah, nine think, to nine two five would be my money. I don't think it goes below a nine. Um, yeah,
1: because nine two five that's Asteroid City. Moonrise Kingdom, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Um, a nine would be Prestige, Tenet, um, Darjeeling, and that's it for there. Yeah, anything below? Let's see, what's like a, do we have any eight, seven fives? No. Yeah, we don't, but I don't think it, I don't think I'd go that low anyways. Um, Yeah,
0: I think, uh, I think I'd be comfortable going straight up nine.
1: I think I like that too. I think I like 9 and that would average it out to a 9.25, which puts it let's see if there's any that tie it at all. Darjeeling Limited is a 9.25 overall. Um a little bit above Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um let's just
0: see. So fitting that uh, Dunkirk and lady for best picture that year and they both round out to a 93 percent when you round them when you round them out there Mm -hmm. Uh, it's pretty satisfying yeah very different movies
1: yeah completely different yeah not even not even close to the same vein but no it's you can appreciate them for for different reasons that's for sure like in that this is yeah i I think i i like that and (laughs) both being nominated there
0: yeah, uh, IMDb gives Lady Bird a 7.4 out of 10, but Rotten Tomatoes mm. has it at a 99% critical score oh. uh, with a 79% yeah. audience score. Um, so I think, uh, I think I'm think i more with the critics on that one. I think this is a, a, a resoundingly good movie. And uh, mm. 93% for us, I feel good about that. I do feel good about that. So, uh, yeah. Hell
1: yeah. There we go. We got the girl week kicked off.
0: The girl week oh. begins and it continues tomorrow with the little women. And then the next day after that, where we'll be joined by Claire de Janeiro to discuss Barbie. And I'm very oh. excited for that. It came out last week. I've already seen it as of the day of release, as far as this podcast is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure I enjoyed it quite greatly. So I'm excited mm-hmm. for you all to hear that, uh, hear us talk about it. Um, yeah, but I, I on a more real note, we are we are treating this behind behind the scenes the same way we've treated every other release. We know that uh, you know Oppenheimer and Barbie were coming out the same day, and we decided to make Oppenheimer the one we anticipated for weeks. Um, but Barbie still isn't supposed to release for another week and a half, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna knock out Lady Bird, we're gonna knock out Little Women in anticipation mm-hmm. of Barbie. So it's getting treated the same for us, just not for the release schedule um also want to also want to put forth uh that we are uh you know staunchly in support of SAG-AFTRA and the WGA's decision to strike you know uh, there's uh, a lot of I had a little bit of an internal debate about uh covering upcoming movies and stuff mm. they've released a lot of guidelines about like how content creators and stuff should handle it oh,
1: uh, I didn't know that
0: yeah it it was it was interesting to see and it was like it was basically resoundingly if you are not getting paid by a studio or anything to do it, you can do what you want you know uh that's essentially my my interpretation of the things that have been put forth um and they said that if you if you do just put a little disclaimer that you support what they're doing, so that's why yeah. I went ahead and threw that out there um Mm -hmm. Because, you know, these writers and directors, these writers and actors, they deserve to be paid for the work they're doing. And I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people have that argument like, uh, oh, yeah, what about Tom Cruise? Yeah, Tom Cruise is he's doing fine. But, you know, the
1: multimillionaire, Um, all the people in the
0: background that aren't Tom Cruise, they're not making a ton of money off of yeah. uh off of stuff like this so a
1: yeah, list uh, you're talking about an a-list celebrity that is like yeah. no, like known across the world yeah that
0: that's not little... that's not the peak example that we're looking for quentin yeah. tarantino on the writing side is not the peak example that we're looking for you yeah. know that's uh, that's not uh that, yeah there, there are a lot of working writers and actors who li- who do live paycheck to paycheck who do not book big big roles you know uh the guy who's playing body number three on CSI Miami, you know, he's, he's an actor who, who needs to, who needs to get paid for his work, you know, like that's some, um, it's important shit, you know, that's, that's more the guy they're talking about that they're striking for. And the mm-hmm. residuals and such that trickle down from streaming services, you know, that needs to be reflected a little bit more kindly for, mm-hmm. uh, for writers and actors. Yeah, so not
1: just a yeah. bonus that goes to the guy on top. you know, Yeah. Like- yeah. million dollar bonus no. that you okay. need that for your yeah. yacht or your whatever you're going on you know you need you need to pay i guess whatever you know yeah.
0: whatever i so just wanted to let everyone know that our perspective of it uh we we we've been recording for a couple of weeks so we you know i think that we've had a few movie or a few movie coverages come out since the beginning of the strike but this is the first one we're doing after the sag after strike has begun mm-hmm. so just want to let everyone know, even if it is a little late release wise. Yeah, we're, we're 100% down with that. And, uh, you know, we don't have like a ton of listeners, which is why it's like, you know, they were talking about influencers specifically, but if we influence 15 of you, you know, that's, yeah. uh, that's influence, regardless of how big it is. So, regardless, true, true. just want to let y'all know that, uh, y'all should, uh, be considerate of, of the workers and those, those putting forth the stuff that you love so much because they work extremely hard. And uh, yeah, we don't get paid for this, so we're going to go ahead and talk yeah. about what we want to talk about uh, because it's just stuff that we want to talk about. But uh, yeah, if any of, uh you know, you, you, any of the, any of the big companies, Warner brothers, Disney, if any of you want to approach me, give me a check. I'm gonna rip it up and burn it in your fucking face, pay your workers bro deuces yeah mm. that's uh that's that's the fact of life. It'll be damn hard, but I'm gonna do it
1: uh <laughs> that would be a hard that would be a hard one to let go It'd be of. a hard decision, uh
0: mostly Correct. because there's nothing that indicates to me that that would happen at all true right now yeah. uh, so uh that,
1: and, that, and that, now now they'll do it out of spot, you know now 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 that that whoever, yeah, the higher ups that are listening to every episode cause David
0: Zaslav's like, you know what? I'm going to get his ass. Let's test. Let's test that theory. Uh,
1: uh, do it, David. I dare you. Uh, yeah,
0: but uh, that well, actually, that was something that I was interesting. To
1: check and then I'll get that money and then burn it right in front of him. Yeah, That's exactly.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll go full Joker. I'll jump down yeah. the pile.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take my half. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. But That's uh
0: plan. no, but uh yeah, I just wanted to just wanted to let everyone know because there is there is a little bit of a complication there from a content creation standpoint where it's like uh mm. you know the you know going to see Barbie and Oppenheimer and stuff like you you should still do that, I know the money goes to the studios and stuff, but if it doesn't do well, it gives the studios more reason to go, well, then why would we pay you more?
1: that's true So that's uh
0: that that's the other thing is that you know while you don't want to necessarily promote given this money to the studio you probably should go ahead and pull up to a movie theater if you if you if you can uh don't don't stop watching things just because they're striking they 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 need you to watch things to make the point that they deserve to earn based off that viewing so like uh yeah. We're going to still talk about it, but uh you know, it is what it is. I support any creator who decides to do otherwise. That's uh I
1: didn't even think of the like content creation side of it at yeah, all. Yeah, no, I'd,
0: I'd been struggling with it for a couple of days because those answers weren't out mm-hmm. there. They were just kind of like it was just kind of floating in the ether, and I was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't want to be like a hypocrite because we've talked a lot about how supportive we are of the of the unions and stuff, and. Uh, my politics are no secret but like uh i didn't want to i didn't want to cross the picket line mm-hmm. as didn't want to be a scab i see uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So i think we're in the clear um mm-hmm. at least I feel, I feel good about it you know we aren't getting paid for this so that's that's
1: something for sure so
0: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah with that anticipation for the movie that we will go see as exactly, well exactly so but yeah yeah okay
0: but yeah, so with that, we will conclude this episode of the Director Spotlight Ladybird coming out to a ninety-three percent on the Penny meter Uh, if you would, head to patreon.com slash Bloom pod where you'll find over fifty hours of exclusive content, including all sorts of written content. And uh I don't make any off any money off this podcast, like I said, unless it's over there uh for a dollar fifty a month. You can support this podcast by hooking us up with uh, hooking us up, and you'll get uh, some written reviews. You'll get some uh, uh, written reviews. That's all the dollar fifty tier is. Uh, but the three dollar tier will get you the audio content and some fictional work, and I'm very very proud of it. So head over there, support this podcast financially. It means a lot because I don't make any off this podcast unless it's over there. Head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod, follow on Instagram and threads at PennyBloomPodcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever you might be listening, and go subscribe on YouTube. We got uh, our episodes posting over there now, which is a lot of fun. It's doing rather well. This month has been, or last month, when's this supposed to come out?
1: Um, This is, yeah, it'd be the end. Pretty, the last week of this month, I believe. Okay, cool.
0: July's so, <laughs> well, been an incredible month it has uh it's it's the last
1: day of the month actually Um, yeah
0: there you go july was an incredible month uh as of as of the day of recording uh the last three months combined did not do as well download wise as this month did so uh july has been incredible for us and i think youtube is directing people to our to our podcast a little bit which has been huge Mm -hmm. uh It's been, it's been a nice little, it's been a nice month and I'm hoping to carry that energy into August. And, uh, I appreciate everyone who's listening and downloading. Remember to leave a rate and review wherever you are listening to, you know, we got five stars on Spotify right now out of six reviews. So that's a dub. Six people are giving that shit a five out of five and I appreciate y'all. Nice, But yeah, so just keep doing that helps with the search metrics, uh, and it would, it just means a lot to get that feedback. And if y'all, if y'all have any requests, y'all have stuff you want us to cover, you know, starting next week, you know, we got the girl week coming up here and, uh, but we're taking a break from the director spotlight until the Coen's drive away dolls. Uh, we're going to do a few Coen movies in anticipation, mm-hmm. but to fill that gap, we're going to do John wick. I'm very excited that's going to be pretty much the month of August for us is John Wick and I'm super excited for that John Wick 1 through 4 I just gave John Wick 4 another viewing last night Mm. and uh, very excited very excited but uh, yeah with that I was Colton Robertson I was joined by Joseph George thank you very much homie
1: oh thank you for having me always a pleasure to be here
0: oh and it is always a pleasure to have you remember peace love and bloom And some people just aren't built happy, you know?